I'm Emma. I was an intern last year here. Um, and this year, I suppose you could call me an outturn. I'm still here because I love it. <laughs> That's not my phrase. Someone else came up with that. Um, so today we're looking at a calling to commitment in the same circumstances, but with a new spirit. Um, so I think in this passage, Paul is pretty clear. Um, he says three times, each of you must remain in the situation you were in when you were called. The situation that Paul's talking about here is marriage from the previous passage that we looked at last week, circumcision and slavery. And we don't have a therefore at the beginning of this passage, we've got a nevertheless, which I don't have an equivalent of Richard's what's it therefore question. Um, So we're just going to have to turn back to my English lessons at school, um, and it means in spite of what's gone before. So what's gone before... Um, what we looked at last week with Richard. If you have a glance back to the verses just before, um, Paul is talking about the marriages where one partner might not be a believer. So in verse 15, he says, the believing partner is not bound to them should the unbelieving one leave. So in spite of that, they should remain married if possible, continue to love their partner, And maybe the miracle of salvation will happen through the mystery of being somehow sanctified through the believer, as Richard was saying last week. Maybe it's the way that we live our lives, letting the Holy Spirit overflow to those around us that will affect them. More on that shortly. So then we come to circumcision and slavery. Circumcision is a physical symbol on the outside of the old covenant that marked out the Jewish believers as belonging to God. It made them different to the Gentiles. And today, the Holy Spirit is our equivalent in the new covenant with Jesus. As Paul says in several of his letters, it's a seal guaranteeing our inheritance in the kingdom of heaven, like an engagement ring marking a promise. But previously in Acts, the Jewish converts and disciples had thought the Holy Spirit was only for the Jews. That was the case until, do you remember the vision in Acts of the food coming down on a sheet from heaven? It was God telling him that nothing was unclean, not even the Gentiles. So immediately after that, he gets sent to the house of Cornelius, the Roman official, and the Holy Spirit comes, and they receive the promise of inheriting the kingdom of God. They become part of the new covenant. And when this happened, there was great contention in Jerusalem whether they should be circumcised or not. But in this part of Corinthians, Paul's saying it doesn't matter anymore just to live as a believer in whatever situation they were called. Keeping God's commands is what counts, not what's on the outside. The Holy Spirit is the thing that matters. And we can apply this to our own lives. If Jesus is our Lord... The Holy Spirit will be working in and through us to change us. In the words of Paul in 2 Corinthians 3, we who with unveiled faces reflect the Lord's glory are being transformed into his image with ever-increasing glory, which comes from the Lord, who is the Spirit. That's one of my favorite passages. But the unveiled faces business is referring to Moses and when he would come down the mountain after speaking with God. So the Israelites could see that his face was literally shining with the glory of God, and he had to use a veil because they were afraid. And Jesus has removed the veil for us 
so that we can look at the Father unafraid. We are no longer separated from God. So, with that glory within us, how can that not change us? And as we change and the veil is removed, our circumstances, our family, our friends and the people around us, how can they fail to notice? We have been called by God. And Paul encourages us again in chapter 4 of 2 Corinthians that we've got the treasure of the Holy Spirit in jars of clay. Though we haven't changed on the outside, our circumstances haven't changed, perhaps, but we do have the Holy Spirit on the inside. He then goes on to say, We believe and therefore we speak, because we know the one who raised Jesus will also raise us from the dead. So here's a challenge to us. Do we speak about what we believe? If no one speaks the gospel, how will people hear? Sometimes as we speak to people around us, and remember that they are our circumstances, we become part of the answers to our prayers for salvation for those that we know. God wants to partner with us to spread the gospel. And we should be encouraged by Paul because he also talks about the grace that is reaching more and more people. I've got an example of this from my own life. When I was at university, my friend and I and kept asking another friend whether he would come to church with us. And eventually he said yes, but he later admitted that was just to keep us quiet. So <laughs> through that perseverance, we saw him begin his journey with Jesus, and he got baptized. Now, if my friend and I hadn't stayed at university, and I'd been called by God to Chiswick back then, we might never have seen him come to faith. But I didn't get a clear call to move until a year after I finished my degree. It might seem a little tenuous, but I choose to see God at work there in my circumstances. And there may be people in our own circles who don't know Jesus, and they're in our circles for a reason. So let's come at the word situation and circumstance from another angle. So other than people around us, it could be a circumstance that you're in, um, such as King David, as Richard mentioned last week. He was anointed as king when he was a shepherd, but God didn't make him king until later. He went back to his flock and tended his sheep. There was development and wisdom to learn as he spent time there. And he probably also developed his worship leading skills while he was in the fields. But the point is for us, he remembered where he was and he remained there until God called him to be king. And I think that I can say from remaining there, his ministry and the kingdom benefited hugely from that. David was a completely different person because he'd stayed in the field, spending time with God. There might be things in your life, in my life, which we feel God has asked us to do and called us to, but we haven't seen happen yet. Be encouraged, I would say, and remain there until God raises you up. I came across a great prayer recently from Tim Hughes. Please don't let me move on until I have learnt everything you want to teach me in this season. We could replace the word season with circumstance here. Lord, please don't let me move on until I have learnt everything you want to teach me in this circumstance. When you and I decide to follow Jesus as Lord, we receive the Holy Spirit. 
and nothing on the outside has changed to begin with. Our circumstances remain the same, same family and friends, same home, same job, same taxes, but inside you have the power of God, which raised Christ Jesus from the dead. And the Holy Spirit does not make us timid, but gives us power, love, and self-discipline. So continue being yourself. God will be working in you in whatever situation you are in. And over time on the outside, you might begin to see the fruits of the Spirit emerging in your life. Love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. Personally, I've seen the evidence of the strength given to the Holy Spirit, given by the Holy Spirit in many lives. I know that some of you here have faced and continue to face long battles with great endurance where others would have long since given up or turned aside. The circumstances you are in on the outside remain the same, but you have the Spirit of God on the inside strengthening and encouraging you. And I'd love to take a moment as I finish if you'll join me to reflect and listen to what the Spirit of God might be saying to you now, prompting you and encouraging you in whatever situation you are in. So let me pray, and then we'll listen. Holy Spirit, would you speak to us now? Help us to know the power of God in us, giving us strength and courage to face our circumstances. Help us to know the love of Jesus who died for us so that we could be citizens of the kingdom of heaven. And help us to know the self-discipline to persevere in prayer and thanksgiving. Amen.